Yes, indeed, it is a special Olympics edition of Higher Ground with me, and uh, I'll be here up until 3 o'clock, Monday to Friday this week and Monday to Friday next week as well. Cowboy Dan is here, and uh, he'll be keeping us uh, our eye on the ball. And in Tokyo, all the big events from the Olympic Games, we will have them covered as well. If you just want wall-to-wall Olympics coverage, well, you can uh, switch over to the radio, SEN 1170, if you uh, you get that, uh, that reception or pick up that signal. But obviously on the app, you can listen to us here, there, or anywhere. Up there in Queensland, uh, you can hear us on Mars if if you up are up on Mars. Chris Gary, uh, Channel Seven uh, Queensland reporter, is on the line for us now uh, to talk uh, all things rugby league, uh, more with a focus on things north of the border. Good afternoon, Chris, or morning, Chris. How are you doing? Hey, good mate. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm uh, just. Uh, we've had our latest um, update on the COVID situation here in Sydney, and it's. It's getting worse uh, by the day, which is uh, concerning. I, I know that ARL Commission boss Peter Volandis has, has all but conceded or, or said that, you know, it's very, very unlikely that the NRL will see any more um, games played in New South Wales. So it's up with you for the rest of the season, mate. So make the most of it. Yeah. What's, what's the latest cases there in New South Wales today? We had about 60 in the community, and the total number... Total number was 172. Yeah, so it's growing. It's growing. And we had this bloody... Yeah, it's not good. We had the buffheads at the weekend with this march in Sydney, about 3,000 of them, and I think we're not yet seeing the effects. I think in the next few days we might see even even greater numbers because of those... I was going to swear then, but um, I won't. Mate, uh, so again, Chris, uh, on behalf of us, thank you to your state for opening its arms to rugby league. <laughs> I find it... Um, I find it almost comical to, to suggest there's even a debate about who should get the grand final if it was to be between the MCG or Suncorp Stadium. Uh, for me, it's a, it's a non-discussion. I, I can't believe MCG is even in the uh, the conversation, to be honest with you. Well, I can because money talks, right? Yeah. And the MCG holds more people, almost double the amount. Um, and the Victorian government uh, are known for spending, just like the Queensland government, are known for spending on big events, um, which they haven't had a lot of. So, look, I think there's a lot of water under the bridge. Let's not forget that the Queensland government has made it clear there is one more breach from the mm. NRL mm. in their bump bubble, they're out of here. Yeah, That's quite likely to happen, let's be honest. So if that happens the next couple of weeks, well, <laughs> Queensland... They'll all be going back to to Victoria anyway. Well, or if that happened, Chris, I reckon too. If that happened, Chris, sorry, jump in. If that happened, well, that'd almost be a full stop to the competition, though, wouldn't it? It could be. I would think they'd want to desperately keep it going. Um, so whether you go to yeah Victoria or wherever you could go, um, I would, that would halting the competition would be absolutely the last option. And let's not forget, Peter Volandis actually has said multiple times. He wishes, in retrospect, he never stopped the competition last year. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of water under the bridge. It's clear that the finals and the grand final will not be played in Sydney. That's just a fact. Yes. The number of cases continues to rise. Um, They're just not going to be able to do it. So it's really going to come down to, I think we can rule WA out because their government is extremely strict. Um, I can't see them allowing it to happen. So it's going to come down to the MCG versus Suncorp and... Where, where the Queensland government sits with this bubble because who knows what can happen. And also, who knows what could happen. We could be having no crowds. If Queensland starts getting more cases, we could go back to no crowds up here. So mm. I, I don't see how the NRL... I know Peter Volandis and Andrew Abdo have said they want to make a decision in the next two to three weeks. I don't see how you do that. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think you can make a decision until the final series. Mm. 
Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? You've got to empathise with those guys that are trying to organise things when it is so. You've got to be so flexible. I, I say, um, you know, for me, I know money talks, but surely after what Queensland has done and uh, surely Suncorp deserves to host the big one. Yes, I know you can get probably, you know, almost double the crowd in there at the MCG, but would you really? Would you really fill the MCG for an NRL grand final? I just think... I'd think it's a no-brainer. If we can, if we can, we we go to Suncorp. Well, look personally, I would love that. That's what I would prefer. I think that makes more sense. But playing devil's advocate here, the NRL, if they get more money from the MCG and they also look at the potential gate receipts, yeah, they probably won't get ninety there, but you mm. think they get seventy plus? Mm. Um, they would say, well, hang on, we just gave Queensland three state of origins, so yeah. we've done our work there. Um, they were. They were and are desperately keen to have the grand final back in Sydney and have some finals games as like a welcome back sort of celebration. But that's just not going to happen. So um, I really think it's too early to call. Queensland's in the, back, in the box seat, Suncorp Stadium. Um, Alan Graham from there has already said multiple times in the last week that he is ready to go. They're desperate for it. They'll do whatever it takes to make it happen. Um, I think just watch this space. We'll, we'll know more in about a month. Yeah, all right. And I just don't like MCG as a rugby league venue, to be honest with you. Um, no, it's not good. It's yeah, not, I've been there for an Origin game, and it's it's really bad to watch. Yeah. The atmosphere is great. Yeah. The vibe in the city is fantastic, of course, and you can uh, all the you know it's just so great to walk around Melbourne with their stadiums in the close proximity. But yeah, the viewing experience is like the SCG. Mm. All right, a couple of other things. Uh, we know the Broncos have been criticised uh, heavily throughout the season um, for other players going to other clubs. And what's the latest with Tezzy New? He's off contract at the end of this season. Um, can you can you brief me on what the plans are there? Yeah, look, they're still confident of keeping him. He's a good young player um, who will be a fullback option for them next year. Um, from my, my information is they're very, very hopeful and confident of keeping him. What they're concerned about is that with his good form recently, a rival club will come in with a ridiculous offer, like a 600k a year offer or something like that, which they won't be able to match. I don't think that will happen, though. So neither do they. But there's a bit of... It's one of those things. He's playing well, and they're a bit nervous that that will entice another club to make a silly offer. But (laughs) he'll stay. I'll I'll be surprised if he goes. Mm. Um, I think he'll only sign a one-year deal, though, and reassess his options next year because he's he's not guaranteed to be in the number one jersey next year. They've got a player up here called Selwyn Cobbo, who um, they've sort of earmarked for that role. Um, I don't see how Brisbane can afford to let him go unless some club is offering 600K because they need... He, he's a, he could be a winger, a centre. They'll need a right centre next year when Katoni Staggs moves to 5'8". So I think that's the position he'll play in round one. Oh, I like him. He's a good one. He's a real good one, Tessie and you. Um, Anthony Milford, where will he go? Is, is, is a deal done with South Sydney, do you know? Or I see the Titans are interested as well. Yeah, a few clubs still interested. I'm watching him right now at training. So he's out there running around. He actually just put on one of the best training performances I've seen from him this year. Um, he was playing in, in, I guess, the reserve side, and he was carving the NRL team up. So he's looking quite fit. He's clearly stepped it up, realising that he's, he's in the shop window. And that's the issue for Milford and his management. He, Unless there's a series of injuries, he won't get another NRL game with the Broncos. Now, do they then want to push his case and get him to a club where he can get an NRL game? Um, certainly some people at Parramatta are keen on him. Brad Arthur is not so keen on him. Um, South Sydney probably can't afford to get him in. He's only got a week to decide. If he wants to go to another club, it has to happen this week. 
Um, now mm -hmm. he's here training today, which tells me that nothing is in the works, really nothing, no offer has been presented, nothing is being signed off on. Otherwise, the club that was about to get him would say, put him on ice, we don't want him injured in a weird training accident. Um, moving forward next year, South Sydney are definitely the, the front runners. The Titans uh, are sort of keen. Um, broke that story about six weeks ago, probably longer than that now. At that time, they were quite keen, then his form dropped. Um, they're still there, but they don't want to offer anything more than about 250, 300. So we'll see where he lands. If I was a betting man, my money would be on him seeing out the rest of this season, playing reserve grade for Brisbane or not playing at all if they're still in the bubble and then going to South Sydney. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, so you're at Broncos training now, are you? Yes. Oh, great. Okay. Well, while you're there. So what's with Thomas Flegler? So is, has he copped the two match ban? Is he going to fight that or is it is accepted the early No, plea? he's just copped that ban, yeah. Okay. So he's gone for, what is it, two? Two matches, yeah, two I weeks think. for him. So two, yeah. TC Rabadi will probably will will appear come back into the team. He's another good young player. So he was a uh, 18th man last week. Mm, plenty saying it should have been a send off offence. Do you have a, a thought on that, Flegler? On Yo? No, look, I, I'm, I actually tweeted about it on the night. I mm. think Sinbin sufficient. Now, yes, it's inconsistent from what we saw in the Magic round, which mm. Ivan Cleary pointed out. But that was poor timing, and it was careless. I think that's a sin bin. I think reckless, etc. If he had passed the ball and then got hit, for instance, what Pappenhausen um, received, uh, yep, yeah, that's a send off. But I think if it's a if it's just a stray tackle, a bit lazy, um, I think that's just got to be a sin bin, right? I know he was knocked out, but I, you can't just totally go off off the impact. Mm. Uh, it's not looking like we're going to have a Queensland team in the finals, um, or is it? Do you think the Titans can scrape their way in? And I, I guess a good news story for them at the weekend was the um, the rise of Toby Sexton. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, I who knows for the Titans? They look good one week, look terrible the next. Their defence is still a worry. Um, they're starting to figure out Dave Fafita, and Fafita is starting to realise that he has to get himself more involved. Um, I like him coming off the bench, essentially still playing the same minutes, but just coming on after 2025. So, yeah, it's too hard to tell with the Titans. I, I, I don't see them making it. Having said that, I don't see the Dragons. Can Cronulla sneak in? Does it really matter? This should be this year. It should be a top six top comp six. anyway. Yeah, I, so, I thought you were going to say like that. The yeah. Last two, yeah. yeah, the last two are just cannon fodder regardless. There's six good teams and, just and making you know, it 10 average teams. Oh, it's awful yeah. to say, but you, you're right. Before you go, we're, we're, we're throwing it out there to our listeners. Uh, an edge-of-the-seat player, an excitement machine. You've got one player to use, okay? Since 1980, it can go back to, and it has to be a Queenslander. Your favourite rugby league player that always had you on the edge of your seat. As soon as he got the ball, you thought something special would happen. Oh, it's got to be Matty Bowen. Yeah. yeah. Love watching him play. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah, perfect. Well, a couple of others have already said that as well. Matty Bowen, the mango. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you almost on that. Chris, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Great stuff. You too. Yeah, there he's Chris Gary from Channel 7 in Queensland. Uh, he's got his finger on the pulse, and he's up there at the Broncos training at the moment. Now, I've got one eye on the pool because uh, we've got a couple of Aussies in action very shortly in the women's 200-metre freestyle semifinals. Uh, Ariane Titmus won gold yesterday in the 400, and Maddie Wilson is also uh, there in the semi-finals. So uh, a couple of Aussies uh, to keep a, a lookout on. And Ariane Titmus will be in lane five. I'm pretty sure she qualified 
fourth fastest. And I think Maddie Wilson was uh, slightly ahead of her in qualifying uh, for these finals too. So we will keep uh, an eye on that. And Cowboy Dan is our, our Tokyo correspondent. Let's cross to Tokyo. No, not yet. Do you want to do the news first? No, I'm going to you. Oh, yes. yes. I wish I could be in You're Tokyo. Tokyo. Yes, I wish I could be in Tokyo. Oh, what I'd like to do, can you cross to Tokyo, tell them just to hold the semifinals up? We'll do the news and yep. then we'll, we'll come back and, and check on these girls.